Heavenly Father, that you release your holy angels and circle them around every one of us on this call, wherever we are, Lord God. Your protective spirit over us and open our hearts to receive that which you are going to give us through this time together. Strengthen us in our resolve to keep America in your hands as a kingdom nation and a land in which hope will be spread across the earth so that everyone will hear the good news of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and we will share it and be a part of it in our generous generosity through the blessings that you give to us. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Bless this assembly, Lord God, and hear our hearts as we bring it before you. I pray this over all of them in them. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 Okay, I will, I will not uh, mute anybody unless there's background noise. So please feel free and to give uh, Gene uh, the amount of time that he needs to make a presentation, and then that we will have an open forum where you can ask him questions. Just be mindful of one another. Uh, when you start to talk. And with that, it's uh, a very simple thing, Gene. Gene Ho is the photographer that uh, uh, took care of uh, President Trump during his election run, and I recommended the book. I have been reading it. I'm not finished with it myself, but it's a beautiful um, commentary on what he has gone through and how the Holy Spirit is working through him also. So, uh, Gene, with that, I'll just let you do anything that you want to do with the time that uh, we can allot here. Yes. Well, first of all, thank you very much, everyone, uh, for having me, inviting me. Um, very simply, I would love to tell my story. So I'm going to tell my story about Donald Trump and spending two years with him. Um, afterwards, um, if you have a pen and paper handy, I just have a couple of things to ask of you. Just basically take note of my websites and so forth. And afterwards, I'd love to answer any questions that you might have. But just to start off with, if you can imagine, if you can only imagine falling into the greatest job that you could ever have as a photographer, I mean, this has been so wonderful of a thing for me. But the thing that you have to remember about me, I was a photographer for 25 years before all of this happened. I was there with Donald Trump about two or three months before he officially ran for president, and I was his photographer, his official photographer, until the last day, just before the election day. Since then, I have photographed the president of the United States as well, but it was those two years that I've actually seen Donald Trump in action becoming the president of the United States. But the interesting thing about it, this is before all of this, I was not what you consider a conservative. I'll tell you the story about it a little later on, but I was the darling of the liberal left. Um, I was a photographer, and I had perhaps one of the biggest photography studios in the whole nation. I had 25 photographers working under me, and I was the darling. The liberal left loved me. Um, my studio, um, with me as the, the boss of it, we sponsored LGBT events, um, employed many of the liberal, and I was very, very liberal in my viewpoint. But what ended up happening one day was that I actually went and somebody hired me to do a political event, and Donald Trump was there. Um, it was a Tea Party convention, and I didn't care. I was going to do anything as a job, but Ben Carson was there, wonderful person. And Donald Trump was there. And they were, uh, the Trump people actually were, I guess, knew about me from what I did. So they asked me to take pictures of Donald Trump while he was there. Now, that was just the first day, but throughout the course of the two years, what I've seen in Donald Trump changed the way that I viewed him and changed the way that I viewed myself. And I'm going to tell you these stories, but First of all, I would like to tell you these stories from a perspective of a photographer because there were two things that I saw in particular with Donald Trump that I thought was particularly amazing. 
Now, you have to remember, I was a photographer now for two years uh, during that time, but I was a professional photographer for 25 years, and during this time, I became famous as far as the world of what you could call it. Um, I gave, uh, they sent me to Las Vegas, and I give seminars. I would photograph celebrities, uh, celebrities in the in the Hollywood, in the music world, everything. But this is what I saw in Donald Trump that was so interesting while I was working for him. And this is from a photographer's standpoint. The first thing that I saw that was really interesting is I have done many of these meet and greets. Part of my job for Donald Trump was to take the VIP photos backstage. So Trump would walk into a uh, back room and there'd be a lot of VIPs backstage and I would take that picture. Here was the first thing that I thought was the most interesting thing about Donald Trump. Most people, most celebrities that I have photographed, when they walk into the room, they walk into the VIP room, and what they do is they scan the room, look around the room, and spot other celebrities in the room, and go to them first and start shaking their hands and say, oh, loved your movie, I loved your last show, love this. Or they go to the uh, people there in politics and like, say, oh, Senator, so glad to meet you. That's so wonderful. Well, here was the thing that I saw different from the other celebrities when I was with Donald Trump. When I was backstage and I was in the VIP room and we were all waiting for Donald Trump to walk into the room, I look, looked around as always and I said, oh, I, I know this person. This person's famous. Oh, I know this person. Donald Trump would walk into the room, the VIP room, and he'd do the same thing. He would beeline to the most important person in the room. But the interesting thing about it, he would bypass all the celebrities, all the senators, all the congressmen, and he'd go directly to the men in uniform. If there were police officers there, he'd go to them first, shake their hand. If there were soldiers there, he would go there and shake their hand first, and then he would go to the other people and the celebrities and talk to them. But the most important person in the room for Donald Trump was the American soldiers and the men in uniforms. And that I will never forget. And that changed the way I viewed him. Uh, the other thing that, as a photographer, that I saw that was really interesting about Donald Trump, and it was amazing because I've done these events before with other celebrities. In fact, when I first got the job, it was neat because it was Donald Trump. But I didn't view it at the time. It wasn't even the biggest celebrity I ever met. I've met other celebrities before, and I've done photo shoots with celebrities before. But one of the things that I saw that was really interesting, and it never really occurred to me until later on during this time, but as a professional photographer that deals with a lot of celebrities, I give my celebrities what I call the photographer's code. And I'll explain what the photographer's code is. It's very uh, common practice. But I go to the celebrity, in this case Donald Trump, and I say, Mr. Trump, um, before we begin, if there's anyone here that's just annoying you, that you don't want to talk with, just give me a sign. Um, yeah, a good one is just, just touch your chin. Just touch your chin, and I'll know that that's my code to go in there and break it up. And then I would go, oh, excuse me, um, excuse me, sir. Uh, Mr. Trump is really busy. We got to keep moving. You got to keep moving along here. I gave Trump my photographer's code. Each one is different. Sometimes it's this. Um, put your hand in your left pocket and just shake your head. I will know that that's my sign to go in to be the bad guy. It's common practice. That's why over the years I developed such a following with a, a celebrity community because I knew how to handle celebrities. But the interesting thing about it is with Donald Trump, Throughout the two years that I was with him behind the scenes, I have never seen him use the photographer's code that I gave him. And when I see that, I see a man that will talk to somebody, and these are not even celebrities. Sometimes they're just volunteers. They're just regular people, as we would imagine. And he would sit there and talk to them, ask them questions, and it was a marvelous thing to see because I know a lot of the other celebrities that I was working with, they're like, you know what, give, give the uh, celebrity the, um, the code, and then I walk in, and I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy, and it's all good and simple because then you have a person like that that, hey, to the public, they remain 
uh, glorified to the public eye. But I found Donald Trump to be genuine. Uh, I tell people honestly all the time, it was perhaps the hardest job, easily the hardest job I've ever had. He's a very difficult boss to work with, work for because he's so demanding. But we as American people want that of our United States president. You want to have a person that is, de that is demanding on the people that are working for him. And the reason why I loved him so much throughout this process, because there was a day, uh, one of many, by the way, that I thought I was going to get fired. If you notice with the campaign, there was a lot of people getting fired. Um, and if I got fired, I don't think I would take it personally. I would not. Um, I know my friend, uh, Corey Lewandowski, got fired, and he didn't take it personally. It upset him, but he didn't take it personally, and he's still friends with Trump today and still helping out with the campaign. But there were several times, even as a photographer, that I thought I was going to get fired. I'm either not fast enough. The color's not right. I'm too slow. Whatever you could think about as a photographer, it was pushed upon me to get it done. And it wasn't always easy. There was a lot of people there. Uh, backstage, uh, Secret Service was there. It was very difficult. But I'll never forget it because as tough as a boss that Trump was, one day I almost got fired um, in front of everyone. I got reprimanded, not doing this right, breaking protocol. And that day, I was like, I'm certain that I'm going to get fired. And it was interesting because this was also the day that I was going to introduce Trump to my wife and my son. <clears throat> As you know, my name is Gene Ho, so I'm Asian. I'm Asian America, American. So my wife is not Asian, so I have um, mixed-race children. And this was the day I was going to meet Donald Trump and, or, or introduce Donald Trump to my wife and my son. And I was like, ah, oh, what the worst possible day to do this because, you know, I just got in trouble and all this stuff, and then now Trump's going to meet my wife. Trump uh, met my wife and children, my son. And I tell you what, Trump is like that boss that you go to work, he gets on your case, makes you better, but then at the company picnic, he's a different person because you're not working anymore. And I tell you what, when Trump met my wife and he just said wonderful things about me in front of my wife and in front of my son, he looked at my own son, this biracial young child, and he doted on my son like he was his own grandson. And I'll never forget it because you have someone like Donald Trump, just, you know, he knows how to be a boss, but he also knows how to be a real human being. And it was just wonderful. And then since then, I've always supported Trump. But really quickly, I'd like to tell you the story about what happened to me after this, because I was part of what we call the silent majority. What ended up happening was all this time I was working for Trump, I also had my liberal um, staff or photographers. And they were constantly like, Gene, how could, you, you're, how could you be working for this guy? He's such a homophobe. He's a racist. How can you be working? And I would say, guys, come on, back off. Back off, guys. This is just a job. It's just a job for me, all right? I mean, I do. I, it's, just, it's like anything else. It's just a job. I had so many liberal photographers um, of different nature, li liberal in so many different ways, and um, I was scared. I was part of the silent majority. But on the night before Election Day, I said, I need to do my part. And so I changed my Facebook profile to public, and I wrote an endorsement for Donald Trump and why I was going to vote for him. And it was great if all of us here remembered what happened and how wonderful it was the next morning. I, I tell you, I woke up to the most beautiful sunrise ever, and it was a glorious day. Uh, but what happened next was interesting for me. Because at that time, um, my world started to come crashing down on me. Here I was, this big shot photographer, the president's photographer, you know, all these things going on. And one by one, my photography staff started to leave me. Uh, one by one, we had all my clients start to go away. And people always ask me, how could people boycott you? How could you be boycotted? 
as a photographer? Well, actually, it's very simple because primarily my job did a lot of wedding photography. We were perhaps the largest wedding photography company in the nation. We traveled all around. But when people go to these venues and they say, oh, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to be in your hotel for a wedding, may I see your preferred vendors list? And they see my name there. And they may say, wow, that's interesting. Your, your company's tied in with a person that is a racist? Huh. That, you know, I don't think we're going to be with, uh, I don't think we're going to be here doing our wedding here. And so one by one, my world started to crumble. And during this time, the worst part about it is, um, I don't know how many people here ever got audited by the IRS, but very people get audited by the IRS twice in four years and only since they started working for Donald Trump. But I got audited, and my CPA said that this was the worst audit that she's ever seen in 40 years. And my world started crumbling on me. Um, I'm going broke. I don't. My photographers are quitting on me. I don't have any more clients. And during this time, I'm getting audited. And this is a bad audit. This, is, this audit was so bad in... For anyone that knows how the IRS can operate, um, with a big company, the magic number, by the way, is 50,000. I researched it, I know it. So they say, oh, well, let me see these receipts. Oh, well, here's another $2,000. Huh, look at this receipt. This doesn't qualify. Here's another 2000 The number kept creeping over and over. They want to see this and they want to see that. But 50000 is a pretty interesting number because once it crosses 50000 it could be considered... Referral for criminal, criminal tax evasion. So here I am in the prime of my life as far as my career. I just photographed the President of the United States, and now I'm getting audited, and I'm thinking that I'm going to get, I'm, I'm treated like a criminal, like a common criminal. And it was during this time, in the darkest time of, of your life, um, I had a choice to make. And most people at this time run towards Jesus, or run away from Jesus. And I didn't have a choice. I guess you could say I had a choice. Um, and, I'll, and I'll tell you one of the choices that I had to, to make, because at this point, my book did not come out yet. My book did not come out yet. And I wrote a book. It's called Trumpography. Very uh, powerful uh, testament of it. But I told the truth about what Trump was like. But when I talk to you about telling the truth on this, you have to remember that I predated the campaign. I predated it. I was there before the campaign, which means I never had to sign a non-disclosure agreement. So when my world was coming crashing down on me and I didn't have money and I was getting audited by the IRS and I didn't write my book yet, I could have told some lies and wrote a very nasty book about Donald Trump and I could have published it. They would have paid me millions of dollars for me to lie. I could have easily lied. I was not only backstage in the VIP area, but I was backstage at times in the green room, the green room where Donald Trump was getting ready. And I could have said, you know what? This date, this date, this date, this date. I saw Donald Trump backstage with this woman, that woman, this woman, this, whatever. And I'm a minority. So I could say, hey, you want to talk about a racist? Let me tell you about what Donald Trump called me backstage on this date, this date, and this date. I could have lied, but I decided not to. And I'll never forget it because at this time, um, it was about nine months into this, this, nine months into this audit, and I was at sitting in my CPA's office, and there was a chair for me, a chair for the IRS agent. And this wasn't the IRS agent. This was the IRS, the boss of the IRS in, in my general area, regional. He came in from another state. And then there was a seat there for my accountant, my CPA. And what happened was I was sitting there, and I pulled up another chair, and I said, Jesus, please sit in this chair. 
And when this happens, and I promise you, it's all public, but after that time, a piece came about with me. The IRS uh, dropped the investigation, and they, the IRS closed, closed the audit, and all that money that the IRS said I owed them, some 50000 of it, they washed it away. They washed it away. And the thing is with this is after this happened, there was, uh, the best way I could describe it, it was there was no deal. When I say there was no deal, sometimes people are in trouble, and I don't know what the proper thing with it is, but sometimes people are in trouble and they say, they say, God, if you could get me through this, I will serve you. There was no deal. I never said that. I just said, Jesus, if you want to come here, sit in that chair, please watch what they're doing to me. And I was delivered, delivered in a big way. And it was like, just like that, almost like a birthing. Nine months later, it all went, came to an end. And it was at that time, even though there was no deal, I could have just went back to what I was doing. I decided to dedicate my life to God. And um, I wrote this book and told the truth about it. And the truth about what I saw behind the scenes, I told the truth about Donald Trump. Even some things that might not always be the most flattering things, I, I, had, I told the truth on it. But I told it, and then after that, with um, no, with no uh, business left, I mean, my, my business is, is done up. And if I could just, uh, before I, I end this, if I could just say one thing, and I'll just um, say what has been my strength, I guess you would call it. And not going into too much about it, uh, you can research it on your own. But I'm going to tell you, I know a lot of celebrities, and I know a lot of celebrities in the music business, and I know about something, they call it the Oath of Baphomet. And without getting deep into it, basically, you have musicians out there that become famous, that make money, because every time they do a music video or they do something on TV, they're always doing devil horn signs or something, a 666 sign. And it's called the Oath of Baphomet. That's how they, that's how they, they do things. Well, you know what? When I, we started this, I had no, um, no job left with my photography. And Nadine and I, my wife, we decided to go to, um, book tours. We said, you know what? We're just going to go out there. And you would not even believe it. Um, the last time we went, we were, we went to California and I had just enough money to, to, to get to California. I didn't have the money to get back. But we had all these uh, events set up. And lo and behold, uh, Nadine said, you know what? Just like anything else, you know what? You will keep being blessed by God if you make it a point, and my wife said this, if you make it a point, and I, I hate to compare it to the ultimate bathroom, but it's the opposite. She says, if you go out there, and every time you're out there, and when it's appropriate, you share your faith with people. She goes, I think God is going to bless you and he's going to bless you and all these things that we worried about is going to be taken care of. And it has been. It really has been. So basically, there's really two things that um, I would like for you to do is number one, and if you have a pen, is just my, my website is um, www.trump-ography.com. Dot com. So it's the word Trump with a hyphen and ography like photography, O-G-R-A-P-H-Y dot com. And normally, you know what, if it was in another day and time, I would say, you know what, these are all the leaders in all the states and these are the, these are the leaders. So just, you know, you know, give these books away, whatever. But if you could buy a book from me and it costs, like there's signed books for 37, but even if you just, bought it from me, and there's an unsigned copy for $30. Just put Strike Force of Prayer somewhere in there. You know, I'll, I'll sign it for you, um, sign it for your friends or whatever. You could also get it through Amazon, but uh, that's a whole other story. I don't even want to get into the, the amount of money that they take from, from the hardworking authors. But if you go to Trumpography, um, it's trump-ography.com. You know, check out the book. The reason why it's so important with this is that if you like it, just as Michael said, he's been reading it. 
then he could share it with you. But then if you like it, then you'll share it with the other people that you do know. Um, the other request I have before I uh, start taking any questions um, is, please, if you uh, – I was just in California, and I got called back because of this coronavirus thing. We were doing really well, but a lot of my previous engagements have been canceled. Basically, if wherever you're at, if you know of different groups uh, in, your, in your state that you might be a part of, for example, a Republicans Women's Club that welcomes guest speakers, or you're part of this club that, or, or this church group that welcomes outside speakers, um, I would love to speak. Most of my crowds that I've been getting are in the 200 to 300 range, but I'll even do uh, 100 and with this coronavirus, I'm going to be at Tennessee, and in Tennessee right now, we're limited to 50 people, so I'll even do that. Um, there's a chance I will also be in South Dakota. I know somebody is here from South Dakota. Um, planning to be there uh, with, uh, at this point, privately with the, the governor and the president of the United States is supposed to be there at Mount Rushmore as well. Uh, so I may be going up that way. But basically, if you could take down my email... It's very simple. It's gene at geneho.com. So it's G-E-N-E at G-E-N-E-H-O.com. And if you emailed me and said, listen, Gene, I don't know when the next time you're going to be in northern Atlanta, but just so you know, I'm a part of this group. It's called the whatever, whatever, Republican Women's Club, whatever, a prayer, whatever. If they welcome guest speakers for me to go there and speak, and do the same thing and just sell books. That's how I make my money. Um, that would be very much appreciated. So I thank you for your time, and I, uh, I would love to answer, so as long as you'll have me here, I would love to answer any questions for you. So thank you. Well, thank you, Gene. I, I just wanted to make sure you know that that was one of the main reasons that I asked you to come is because I wanted the state, every member that is a part of the states, to that if there's an invitation open, I know um, uh, one or two already that uh, we're trying to move something so that you can be invited to uh, different uh, supposedly Republican get-togethers uh, in the future, like towards August, uh, where there, I'm sure there will be more people gathering together. We, you know, I want to encourage that amongst all of our uh, group here. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you very much, and and. I appreciate that. This I, I was uh, wanting this opportunity, and I thank you for that. This and like I said, if anyone has any questions, there's nothing off. Uh, I, I don't care that we record it. There's nothing off uh, topic or off limits with with me. Okay. Anybody that would like to step forward and ask uh, Jean a question, please take take the time now. Um, sure. Michael, so this is Nadia. Oops, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Jane. This is Nadia from Ohio. Um, FLOTUS is one of my favorite, classiest women. Is there any way that we can get her to sign the book along with you? <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would love it if, if that were the case. I will tell you a story about uh, um, uh, our First Lady. You know, people have always asked me, um, what is uh, Trump's family like? And to this day, I, I am still friends with the family. Um, in February, um, Laura Trump invited me uh, to, when I was in New York, she invited me to uh, um, Trump Tower. So I got a chance to meet with her. She's, she's wonderful. I'm still f friends with the family today. But it's interesting because um, people always ask me about um, Melania. And I tell you what, um, <laughs> You know, with all of the Trump family, at first you think that they're going to be, like, so intimidating and scary. Like, even when I met Ivanka, I was like, oh. I was just wondering, this is Joni from South Dakota, when sure. that Mount Rushmore time was going to be. Uh, this is uh, Paul Mikulowski. I work with Gene, and the um, Mount Rushmore event is supposed to be uh, July 3rd and 4th. Oh, um, it's supposed to be a big extravaganza, uh, fireworks, uh, you know, uh, with the president there. And I think it's the night before. I think it's uh, the, the third going into the fourth, but I could be wrong about that. But I'm sure they'll be promoting it pretty um, lavishly in, in, uh, 
in that area. Okay, thank you. Um, I'd also oh, like to say, Gene, are you back? Hey, Michael. Oh. Gene. Gene, are you there? I thought I just heard Gene. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm text sitting now. Does he still do wedding? No. <laughs> so the only thing we heard, we, the only Gene. thing we heard was about Ivanka, and then you stopped. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure whatever I had to say was just marvelous. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, please don't leave it out. <laughs> no, um, my, my point about that is, if you remember, uh, Melania, I did not spend, like, she was not part of the, she was part of the campaign, but she was not actively out there. Yes. Because yes. she was being a mother. She was with Barron. Right. And I think right. that's the most wonderful example that as wealthy as they are, they could say, hey, Barron, we're going to stick you with this person that's going to be your nanny, and your mom's going to go out there and campaign for me. No, I mean, she was, she was at home. We, she, she wasn't there a lot of the time. I thought it was wonderful. Hi, Jean. This is Hi. Sandy from Montana. First of all, blessings to you and your family, and we are all so grateful for you being on this call with us tonight. My question to you is, on your website, is there a list of your upcoming events? Yes. If you go to trumpography.com, and by the way, it's not updated, but you can see where I was in the past, and it will be updated. Um, if you go okay. to trump-ography.com, there, there's a CG live, and um, it will have the full listing will be up soon or, or partial. But that's how that's how horrible this coronavirus was. It it, it demolished the, the tour. So. We have some upcoming events here in Montana that I'd like to contact you about to see your availability. Yeah, yeah, please. Um, like I said, please email me, gene at geneho.com, and uh, would love to talk and then see if we can fit it into the calendar. But that's part of the reason why um, I helped, uh, reached out to Michael, because um, once all this stuff happened, uh, my world turned upside down because now – all these events that I had got canceled and we're just rebuilding them up. Thank you very much. Blessings to you and yours. Thank you. Uh, maybe, uh, I don't know how much time, but maybe uh, two more questions if anyone has. Sure. Hey, Gene. Hi, Gene. This is... Go ahead. Oh, we got two, well, two points. We'll do ladies first and then the, the, uh, the other gentleman. <laughs> Sure. Okay, thank you, uh, Jean. This is Deborah from Florida. I don't have a question. I just wanted to tell you that I did buy your book uh, maybe last year, a year before, um, through Diamond and Silk. You were yes, uh, yeah. promoted yeah. with with them, so I want to let you know I I'm behind you. So thank yeah, you for all you do. And for everyone here that's listening in. I am, I am Diamond and Silk's personal photographer, uh, so oh. I do their photography, and they have a new book coming out, and the cover photo of them is mine, and also I'm on tour with them, so I believe we're going to be, I do travel with Diamond and Silk as well, so I believe Ooh. we're going to be in Florida. Um, I in October. Yeah. yeah. So, good. so hopefully I'll be there with you, and, and if you go oh. there, I'll see you. But um, yeah. Diamond and Silk are wonderful, and they are, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but when we're at our shows, um, I usually, um, if it's a public show, I'll also open for them. So I'll just uh, be, I'm like their opening act, I guess you could say. But just mm -hmm. so you know, the staff of Diamond and Silk prays before, prays to God before every uh, show. Uh, they're wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yes, I believe that. Hey, Thank you. Thank you. Jean and Paul, mm -hmm. I was filling in for you oh. when you were off a little bit, answering oh. a few questions. <laughs> but um, one question I got was, do you still do weddings? I said I know Nadine does, but I wasn't sure if you still shoot weddings. Okay. I do not shoot weddings anymore uh, at all. My wife still does, but she is finishing up her obligations. Basically, what we did was, this decision to, to do this full-time was made uh, about a year ago because weddings are usually booked a year ahead of time. And I decided that I would um, – I decided that what I would do is um, not do it at all anymore. And uh, basically, 
devote my whole time doing this, and I have never, ever been more happier in my life. And uh, I know Nadine has never been more happier in her life either. So it's been wonderful. Do you want to tell people to get onto your uh, Facebook fan page? Yes, yes, um, please. Uh, If you can go on um, Facebook, and, oh, my goodness, uh, Pavel, what, I don't even know the, the uh, oh, I know, Real um, real Gene Ho, I believe it is. Is it? Yeah, Real Gene Ho, at Real Gene Ho. Anyway, just search for Gene Ho. There's a, a fan page there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can share with it, um, whatever. There's also my, my um, personal one, but it's filled up already uh, with, with uh, at the limit. But please uh, look for me on Facebook at Real Gene Ho, and uh, there's a lot of information there, and I post a lot. There's a lot of fun things. Oh, there's so much more I didn't even tell you. If you go to uh, the Trump-ography page, there's also um, my show Right on Focus, which is on Apple TV and Roku, but you can see the episodes free there online as well. It's called Right on Focus. So that's another way to keep in touch with me. And then Pavel has me do all sorts of things in the coming year, but it all depends upon the help of people, grassroots like you guys here, helping me. Because that's how we've done it. That's how Pavel's done it with me. And and it's very, very grassroots to what, what we're doing. Yeah, if you get on uh, Gene's Facebook page, you'll, you'll be hearing about a lot of the exciting developments that are coming up. We've got some very exciting things in the works. So please get on his Facebook page so that you can stay in touch, and Gene loves uh, getting the word out there about Donald Trump. And so, you know, if 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 we're if we can get beyond this lockdown and start doing events again, I mean, Gene's time is really devoted to this right up until the election. So, uh, make sure you uh, reach out if you have an event for Gene. Okay. Hey, Gene. I had a quick question. Yeah. If you don't mind. Sure. This is George from uh, Nevada. First of all. That was such an inspiring story because in real time when things like this happen, you have to make a decision on a dime. And uh, we all face that. Are you going to give in to evil or, or, or turn to God? And, and that right. it took so much courage to do that. And uh, congratulations. It's very, very inspiring. So I guess since that, I just wondered about your walk, walk in the Lord. You know, we're, we're very much um, a big fan of Sid Roth and, and, Bob Jones talking about the prophecy, what's going on. Did you really delve into, you know, did you look for a spiritual leader or a prophet or somebody you connected with, a church leader that you really felt, you know, close to? And, um, you know, do you, do you speak in tongues? Do you pray every day? What, what, what have you done since you, that moment, turned your own spiritual growth? Wow, that is just a fantastic question. I love it. Um, First of all, um, I am a big person uh, that I go on YouTube, so I have listened to Sid Roth programs, and I've also listened to someone, the, uh, the late Kim Clements uh, is another one that I've listened to. And um, I am constantly online looking for different people, and, and I listen to a lot of them. Uh, but one of the things that I have done is I have uh, – I have um, – uh, basically, it's it back to me and the Bible. I do not go to a church. It's um, not for any particular reason per se, but I just, I'm not a, a, a church, big church goer person. But um, I do read the Bible a lot. And um, I will say one of the, the, um, one of the, the little games that I've, I've played um, just to keep me, um, I guess, my mind sharp or whatever. And it's not so much like any kind of, prophecy thing or whatever, but um, sometimes in, in the middle of the night, if I wake up, and I know we're all like this, where sometimes we just check the phone and find out what time it is, and if, we, if I'm not sleeping, I look at the time, and if it says something like 5.14 a.m., I'll, I'll, I'll look for different scriptures that says 5.14, and it's not for any reason. I'm not doing it to like look for anything per se, but it's just a, a, it's a nice exercise of making sure that sometimes when I wake up in the morning, that uh, I'll just search, and it starts my day out really well. I don't think it's anything. Is this a, a thing I do, like a, a exercise? But that's about it. And uh, but I do listen to a lot of, of YouTube videos, um, and I spend a lot of time actually listening to different viewpoints about that. So that's a yeah. great question. I thank you. 
and Ken, I okay. just encourage, encourage you, Gene. Um, the Strike Force of Prayer was started by the Holy Spirit through a uh, situation that went on in my life. And uh, all of the members of the Strike Force of Prayer, and to some degree, are not uh, church-going people in the sense that uh, they uh, are uh, limited that the only way their spiritual walk will make any sense is if they're in a church. Uh, to us, the spirit of the living God is alive and well, and when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're introduced to the Holy Spirit. And this coming Sunday when we pray, we're looking for the, a new anointing of the Holy Spirit of power to give us courage and boldness of faith to become the witnesses that God has always ordained us to be, and it's going to be a time of returning to that power. And so I just want to encourage you, because in your search, the Holy Spirit, if you trust him, he will he's your best friend, and he will give you anything you need, whenever you need it, and he will point you and bring to you people that just like you and I have crossed paths here. See, that's the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And so I just want to yeah. encourage you, and if we can be of any service to you, please feel free to reach out to us, and we'll do whatever we can. Well, I, I appreciate very much. Um, I am very familiar also on uh, May 31st being Pentecost, and so with the Holy Spirit's help, uh, we believe that, um, that all things are coming uh, together. So thank yeah. you so much for that. I really well, appreciate it. Yes. Jean, you, can we pray over Thank you? you? Yes, yes. Uh, um, we, um, yes. My name's Shannon. I am actually the captain for Tennessee. Would it be okay if I pray over you? Hey, yes. now's just, the time. Just, just so you know, yeah, really quick, I will be in Tennessee in about three weeks, by the way. Yay. So if you, uh, we have uh, Knoxville, so just we'll Thanks. touch base later, but it would be nice to actually awesome. meet you. But Great. Uh, yes, please, uh, um, we would love that. Okay. I, would, I would be honored. Great. Okay. Dear Lord, we just come into your presence right now thankful so much for Jean and for Nadine and their children, Lord God. Thank you so much that you have, you have authored his path, Lord, even generations ago by bringing him to America, by placing him perfectly, even being born at the perfect time, Lord God. We bless him and thank you for him. Thank you for positioning him perfectly to be President Trump's photographer during his campaign. That was such a divine appointment, Lord God. And you are such a good God. You were setting him up. <laughs> Even <laughs> for everything, Lord, you were setting him up. And I can just see your handprints all over his story, Lord God. I praise you, God, for what, in a mighty way you work through him. Thank you for bringing him to faith. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for whispering in his ear in that day um, in the office with the IRS uh, person and, and everything. Thank you for the idea to bring that chair in. Thank you so much for that because that has brought him to this moment, Lord God. Heavenly Father, I just declare and decree that Gene is a mighty man of God. He will fulfill his destiny and he will radiate your glory in the earth. Lord God, I ask right now from heaven that you release angels to him to guide his steps, to have everything that was taken from him to be rebuilt, Lord God. That, that everything, his whole life be rebuilt based on you, Lord God, because you tore him down to the foundation. But you will build him up, Lord God, again. I just declare and decree that, that his family will be blessed for generations and generations because he said yes to you at this time and season, Lord God. And his family will be known forever in America as a wonderful American family that we all know and recognize and love, Lord God. And so I pour down your love on him, your grace on him, your peace on him. Lord God, order his steps that he may walk on your highway of holiness where no lion or bear can touch him, but he will run in freedom and destiny, Lord God. We speak your love over him and praise you for this brother. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 Amen.
Thank we just you. want to thank you for Jean Ho, um, Lord. You are a great and mighty king, Lord. And just like my sister um, said, uh, you're going to use him in a mighty way, Lord, in Tennessee, in uh, Washington State, in California, in New York, in Minnesota, in North and South Dakota, North and South uh, Carolina, Lord, in Illinois, in uh, Florida, in Georgia, Lord. You're going to use him in a mighty way, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And he will be like, uh, you, you, will, you will give him the anointing of the early church, Lord, where uh, he will gather uh, his, uh, his, uh, his followers of Christ uh, to meet at home, or he will meet at somebody else's home, Lord, and they're going to break bread, and they're going to fellowship, and they're going to win souls to Christ like no like no, no one else, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And we just want to thank you. Thank you for Jane Ho, who took the time to uh, speak, speak to every uh, one of us, Lord. And you have you are returning all of his funds of what the candy worms have eaten, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And you're going to give him a new ventures, Lord, in life, Lord, where um, no where the enemy will never uh, be able to steal uh, from him, if not ever again. And we just want to thank you, and we just want to declare your mighty name and your holy name, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. 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 I want to thank you, Father, that you're using Gene to stir the body of Christ, to continue aggressively as truth seekers and truth speakers, to go on the offensive, to not uh, be timid about standing up for our rights, or speaking your name. And I thank you, Father, that you're continuing to network your people together and doing a great shaking and awaking and separation. In uh, Yeshua's name, amen. 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 I'd like to pray the ironic ironic blessing over Eugene. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his shalom, his peace that passes all understanding from the Sar Shalom, the Prince of Peace, Yeshua, Hamashiach, Jesus, the Messiah. Amen and amen. 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 Hallelujah. And Heavenly Father, we ask you to send now the angels around Jesus that he is surrounded by your love and surrounded and that you will mark his steps, that you put him in the flow of his destiny. That you return everything that has been stolen from him seven times. And may the prosperity come to him that was taken from him. We go for the courts of heaven right now and, and we petition the courts to return everything, his reputation, his skill, his money, and all that was taken from him. And never again shall the devil have a chance to steal from him what is rightfully him. We ask you, Father, right now, to lead him in the direction that he will touch the lives of thousands and thousands, especially the youth, and he'll show, draw them to him because he has a skill that many people are looking for, and that is photography. Let him use that skill to draw the people that he is destined to touch, give him the strength, give him courage, and watch over him each and every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Father Yahweh, in the name of Yeshua, Father, we lift up Jean to you this evening, and we ask, Father, for a greater anointing upon his life. May everything that you have predestined and ordained for him to walk out in your word, that he complete it in full fruition. Father, we ask for that anointing upon his wife and his children as well. We pray that you will continue to bless their going in and coming out. And everything that this man touches, may it be multiplied and your name glorified. Father, give him wisdom far beyond his years so he will know what it is that you have called him to do. In Bashem Yeshua, HaMashiach's name we pray. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 Okay, anybody else want to add one more prayer? Michael, can we pray for Paul also, um, his helper? Uh, say that again, I didn't quite catch it. Can, can we pray also lift up Paul, his his helper as well, that oh, works yes. with Gene? Absolutely. Yes. Paul, Paul is my, my manager and publicist, and he, he has been a big help to me. So um, okay. anything you could bless him with, that would be great. Amen. Okay. 
Father God, we just thank you also for Paul, dear God, in the name of Jesus. We just lift him up before you, dear God. We ask for supernatural strength, Father, in the name of Jesus. We ask that you would open up the windows of heaven, dear God, and pour out blessings that they would not even be able to contain, Father. Lord, we ask that you would divinely connect him, Father, with people of influence, Lord, for your kingdom, dear God, in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father, we just thank you for Paul, dear Lord. I thank you for the skills that you've given him, dear Lord. I thank you for what you're doing in his life and in Jean's life, Father. And Lord, I thank you for the multiculture, dear God, that's that's taken place, Father, um, among your people, Father. And Lord, I just thank you and I just ask that you would just uh, place your angels, a hedge of protection around Paul, dear God, in the name of Jesus Christ. And we just come against any backlash in the name of Jesus for what they're doing, dear Lord, with, with the body of Christ, I ask that you would use them, dear God, and we thank you in advance for everything that you're doing for Paul, for Jean, and for their families, dear God, and we just thank you in advance for a multiplication of wealth and influence, Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless your holy name, amen and amen. 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 I have one more thing, if it's all right. Um, Father, I thank you and I praise you that um, you just kind of showed me again the bride veiled. Lord, there are many right now that have veils over their eyes that need to be torn and ears need to be unstopped. I pray, Father, as this man shares, as Jean goes out and shares the true nature of this man, truly who he is, Lord, that you would begin to rip the veils off of those eyes, Lord, that have listened to the false medias and have have seen a different image of this man that you have anointed and appointed for this time. So, Father, I thank you and I praise you. You're going to give him a platform, a voice, Lord, that will begin to rip those veils and begin, and it's not an accident, he used to do weddings. I thank you and I praise you that many, many are going to join the bride. And we give you the honor and the glory for this. In Yeshua HaMashiach's name, Amen. 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 Okay, that's, uh, Thank you. that's uh, our time <laughs> for, uh, for tonight. Uh, deeply appreciate your being here, Jean and Paul, and uh, all of you. And may we all walk forward in divine favor and divine health as we continue to do that which we have been anointed to do, to bring forth prayer and to bring forth action into our world. And I pray this over you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. God bless you all. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, guys. Amen.